Hey folks, CA Rachana Ranade here and I welcome you all to another episode of Finance Simplified, the podcast where we discuss IPO summary of Tata Technologies Limited. So, let's get started. I'm sure a lot of investors have been waiting for this specific IPO like she did for Mere Karan Arjun Aayenge. Well, this is a company which is of course a part of the Tata Group and it has been almost 20 years since any Tata Group company got listed on the stock exchange. It was I think it's somewhere around 2003 or 4 when TCS had gotten listed on the exchange and after that we are in 2023 where Tata Technologies Limited is coming up with an IPO. Something special about this company is that it is headquartered in Pune. And this company was founded in 1989. This company is a subsidiary of Tata Motors Limited. And like I obviously mentioned, it's a part of the Tata Group. And if I talk about Tata Group, my God, it's it's a, it's a group which has so many diversified products, be it from salt to steel, this group is present almost everywhere. So anyways, coming back to Tata Technologies, I'm sure you're going to find a lot of value. I'm sure you're going to enjoy this IPO summary. Well, before we move on to the most important point, which is what does the company do? Let me give a quick disclosure. I am already a shareholder of Tata Technologies Limited. I hold only 12 shares of this company. Why do I hold it? Because I wanted to test a hypothesis which many people have that typically if you buy shares in the unlisted space, they will give you profits. This was what I wanted to test and that was the reason why I just bought token 12 shares and when I bought it, the price was 6.85 per piece. In the unlisted space, before the RHP and all that came out, the price went up to almost 1000 rupees per share. And once the price band was declared, the upper end is just at 500 rupees. And I'm so happy that I, you know, took this as an activity. I took this as an exercise. I bought 12 shares. And I think this helped me to prove that in the unlisted space, if you're buying any share, it is not necessary that it will always list, it will always result in profits. Now, I want your maximum attention for the next three, three and a half minutes because I'm going to tell you the main point as to what does the company do. Because the moment people hear the word Tata Technologies, they feel that this is like an IT company, which it is not. It is actually an engineering R&D company. And if you were to read in the prospectus, the prospectus mentions that this company is engaged in providing outsourced engineering services and digital transformation services to global manufacturing clients, helping them conceive, design, develop and deliver better products to various industries such as aerospace, automotive, industrial machinery and consumer goods and I'm sure you have understood nothing okay now if I were to tell you in the RR way okay Rashna Ranade way uh, let me just give you an example if I want to have my own car RR car oh uh, but the problem is that I'm not really sure about exactly how the design should be. I'm not sure about what sort of development will it require. I'm not sure, uh, sure about what all engineering related, you know, uh, technology or engineering related requirements will be there. I'm not sure about how this will be exactly delivered. I'm not sure about how can I make it more and more efficient. So for that, I will need one single point of contact who can help me with an end-to-end -end solution who can come up with a turnkey project. So I just tell them I want a car right from design to the engineering to the delivery. Everything will be done by one single company and that single company, that single point of contact for me can be Tata Technologies Limited. Now if you read this one more time, now you will understand what did I do for my RR car? I outsourced them correct? Outsourced what? Entire engineering services, whatever will be required for the car, they'll do it for me. Anything which is about the digital transformation, because I'm sure everyone knows that in EV cars, a lot of digital things go inside it, right? So everything will be done by them. And uh, they are giving it for global manufacturing clients, okay, but they're also not going to give it to me, right? Global TK for RR, it's important, right? But what are they going to help for? They're going to help them in conceiving the idea, 
in designing it in delivering it in developing it delivering it in a better way and for automobiles was the example that i gave but not only do they do this for automobiles but also for aerospace for industrial machinery and for consumer goods so i hope you have understood everything what does the company do it's like i just tell them i want a car whole conceptualization end to end will be done by them i'll just go and cut the ribbon and clap that's it okay now any other examples that they have mentioned in the rhp because this was my example right rhp mentions three three simple examples which i'm going to quickly quote well this was for a swedish global premium car manufacturer they had engaged tata technologies for all these things right from development to engineering to design then full system integration launch support and what not and they successfully completed this product for this swedish global premium uh, car manufacturer one more example that is given in the rhp is about jlr uh, who engaged again this company for again same things engineering and delivery of multiple specialty vehicles and one more interesting project was again given by tata motors limited where tata motors limited said that we want to convert an existing ice which is an uh, uh, internal combustion engine ice vehicle to ev vehicle and believe it or not they were again able to deliver this successfully in 2021 they launched tata tigor ev and in 2023 tata tiago ev Well, I hope with the help of all these examples, you have understood that this company is an engineering R and D services company, which is mostly serving the automobile sector, and this is not like a hardcore IT company. Now let's understand a bit more about the industry in which this company operates. So the engineering R and D spends outsourced to engineering service providers stood at at almost hundred and five to hundred and ten billion US dollars. And if I were to understand the CAGR at which this entire industry grew, it was at approximately fourteen to sixteen percent CAGR. But and of course this is like more than twice the growth rate of the Western European service providers. So good for our country. Uh, now if I were to talk about the coming four years or basically twenty two to twenty six estimated figures, the CAGR is estimated to grow at fourteen to seventeen percent CAGR. Of course as per RHP. Now uh, when I try to dig down more into the RHP, I found out that there are certain industry growth drivers which can lead this growth. And the RHP mentions three factors, which is A C E A C. factors a stands for automation uh, autonomous c stands for connected and e stands for electrification now if i'm talking about advanced safety and automotive or autonomous driving that is nothing but the first point which is about autonomous i'm sure you might have uh, experienced these days that some cars already have these autonomous features where let us say this car is going closer to the car in front of it it will auto brake that is nothing but an autonomous feature there are some car cars which will be enabled with autonomous parking or a park assist and in fact some tesla cars now go fully autonomous basically a driverless car so all these are examples of autonomous more and more autonomous features coming into the car it's going to be beneficial for a company like the one which we are analyzing right now tata technologies limited the second one is connected connected stands with, for connectivity i'm sure everyone will be like a lot of cars these days have connectivity for roadside assistance they have connectivity for something like infotainment for safety it could be for diagnosis uh, diagnostics efficiency for navigation and one more latest point which is upcoming is about autonomous or connected payments now what do i mean by that these days we have fast tags right but now you can imagine now car will have an app through which when we pass through the toll automatically payment will be deducted that is an example of connectivity and the last one is about electrification that is nothing but evs and again the rhp mentions that if i'm comparing 2022 sales of evs as compared to 2021 the sales has increased by 55% annually
Now let's understand the financial and you can see that the revenue from operations is continuously increasing. The EBITDA has been continuously increasing. The profitability has been continuously increasing. And if I were to understand the CAGR, sales growth from 21 to 23 is at 36.23% CAGR. EBITDA growth is at a 45.28% CAGR and net profit has a growth of 61.53% CAGR. Well, that shows the operational efficiency because sales is growing at 36.23%, but net profit has grown at 61.53%. Even if you have a look at the overall profit margins, they've improved from 10.05% in 2021 to 14.14% in 2023. So I hope you have understood about the financials of the company. Now let's have a look at the peer comparison which is given in the RHP. They have mentioned three listed peers. The first one that they have mentioned is KPIT Technologies. They have also mentioned LNT Technology Services and they have also mentioned Tata LXC. We are going to have a look at the chart. But I feel that LNT Technology Services has a bigger gamut of services and products that they offer. If I'm talking typically about engineering R&D and that too in the automotive segment, then I feel KPIT Technologies Limited and Tata LXC are better peers for them. Now the one more thing that if you have a look at the PE, KPIT PE is at 80.31, uh, Tata LXC is at 61.55 and at 500 rupees price band, Tata Technologies PE is coming at 32.53. I think Samajdar ko ishara kafi. Those who have been following my channel for a long time, they understand the valuation and they will understand whether 32.53 is overpriced or underpriced. Absolutely. You can let me know what is your interpretation in the comment section as well. If I'm talking about the PB valuation, average of all these is coming out to 16.43 and PB for Tata Technologies is coming at 6.79. So again, for this also, let me know in the comment section what you feel, whether this is undervalued or overvalued. Now let's move on with the IPO details, but some interesting facts and figures coming up here as well. First, basic information here you can see IPO date, you can see opens on 22nd November, closes on 24th November. Uh, important point, this is a 100% OFS, so not even one rupee will go to the company, entire amount will go to the selling shareholders. But who are they? Selling shareholders are Tata Motors Limited, Alpha TC Holding PTE Limited and Tata Capital Growth Fund 1. Big point is that they will be allotted shares based on a proportionate basis, but no discount is going to be offered for the shareholders of Tata Motors Limited. Well, I hope you enjoyed this IPO summary approximately 15 minutes and which is a summary of 500 plus pager RHP. Not only I talked about what does the company do, we talked about the industry analysis, we did talk about the financials, we talked about the strengths, risks, IPO details and peer comparison as well. We did talk about the valuation as well. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Finance Simplified. I hope you enjoyed listening to this podcast and also found some value in it. If you did, don't forget to share it with your friends and relatives. Till then, take care. Jai Hind.